Welcome to the Dennis Jernigan Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you find healing for your wounds, find hope in your despair, find intimacy in your loneliness, find refuge from the storms of life, basically to help you find a deeper walk with Jesus. There's one thing I have come to know after having lived all these years now, and it is this. Our God wastes nothing. He does not waste our sorrows. He does not waste our wounds. He does not even waste our failures. Hi, I'm your host, Dennis Jernigan, and today's podcast is pretty special to me. It's the story behind a story song I wrote many years ago called A Thread of Hope. This particular story song came to me on July 7th, way back in 2014, after having invested several months' worth of time with a very emotionally wounded individual. Because of my own experience with emotional and sexual wounding as a child and as a young man, I actively minister to wounded, hurting people, at least as much as I can dealing with Parkinson's these days. A few years ago, I was contacted by a person who had experienced just horrendous physical, sexual, mental, emotional abuse, so shocking that it caused me to cry out to God for a simple tool, a story, a song, that would help this person through the long process healing can often be. This individual seemed to be hanging by a thread emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually, and that's what inspired this story and this song. Today's podcast is simply me sharing the very recording I sent to this person as soon as it had been completed. After a period of time, God used a thread of hope to bring great depths of healing to this person, and I began using it in personal ministry to others. I even published the story in the form of a small, beautifully illustrated book, and soon began receiving just an abundant amount of testimonies from people who found it helpful. I don't know about you, but testimonies of God's power always encourage me in my own walk with God. They stir the fire deep in my soul and help me continue to stand firm. They help me overcome the lies of the enemy. Now, before I share the story song, A Thread of Hope, I'd like to read a few of those testimonies to you. I hope you don't mind. Here is one of the first ones I received. It says this, Dennis, just received word this morning from a local agency here in our state that a woman on the streets has asked for help to go back home. She received a CD from me a few weeks ago, a thread of hope, that gave her courage to face her past. I am humbled that my gift to her was a catalyst in receiving hope and help. Thank you for pinning that hope for those whose lives are broken. This homeless lady will be picked up by her family tomorrow as they live somewhere in the central part of our state. God is good to get her home because we are expecting snow and single-digit temps tonight through the rest of the week. Your ministry tool at work again for the kingdom. And then another one. They say this, Dennis, what an amazing book. As someone who works in the addictions field with women who have been abused as children, I... I see all too often the shame and guilt that these women carry into adulthood. For some of them, things become a lot easier when they get into 12-step programs and allow Jesus to take the wheel. This book will help so many lives who need the love of Jesus. 
I love the idea of the tapestry. I thank you, Dennis, for all that you do by allowing Jesus to work through you to help heal others. Your music is amazing. I've, I've actually seen you perform twice. I look forward to every time that you're in my area. Thank you for allowing me to be part of this. May God continue to bless you by allowing you to be a blessing to others. That letter was from someone in Florida. Now, I don't travel publicly anymore because of Parkinson's, but I still minister as much as I can and am able online. I received this note, and then I'll share the story. Dennis, it is unfathomable and alarming that current statistics show that one in four girls and one in six boys are victims of child sexual abuse before the age of 16. As a therapist who works with victims of child sexual abuse, I hear tragic stories of abuse in which children and adults twirl around in pain and sorrow as the result of this great injustice. A thread of hope is one such story of a young child trying to find hope in the midst of feeling alone, abandoned, and afraid. As this tragic story unfolds, we're remind, we're, we are reminded that it is hope that moves us from pain to survival to healing. As we hold on to our threads of misery, they enslave us. However, when we give over our threads of pain to Jesus, he brings us redemption and healing. He desires to restore that which is broken into a new and lasting tapestry. I will keep this treasured book in my office to be used to help share the good news of hope that Jesus offers to those in pain. I believe this book will be a glimmer of hope for victims of child sexual abuse, both young and old. Thank you for being a spokesman of God's truth through both song and story. Indeed, hope is the ingredient for survival and it is hope that runs through the fabric of life. That's from someone in California. You get the idea. Now let's do this. Let's set aside some time and listen to A Thread of Hope. It's a cold, rainy night, and somewhere in the darkness, a little girl sits alone. Although she's not really a little girl anymore, she still feels like one. The pain gave way to numbness a long time ago. But every once in a while, a small glimmer of emotion tries to make its way out into the open. But she's grown too wise to allow those little glimmers to see the light of day. Numbness is better than pain. At least that's what she used to think. She'd grown up in such a different world than the eye is accustomed to seeing. What had been normal for her and her family would be considered so perverse to anyone else. That is, if they could see behind the veil of secrecy. The girl's life had not started out this way. When she had been a young girl, her first memory surrounded the dress her mama had given her. That spin-around dress, she had called it, because she could spin around in an impromptu pirouette and watch as the skirt would lift in flight to her dance of joy. And along with the dress, her good memories would be consumed with the little doll her grandmother made for her and had presented to her on her fifth birthday. The plastic body of the doll was only about 12 inches tall, 
with rosy red cheeks and beautiful, long, auburn hair. The eyes would close when she laid the doll down and open when the doll was placed in an upright position. Clothed in a simple dress and slippers, the doll also wore a plain white apron. Now what drew one's attention to the apron was the single golden thread that seemed to make its way through the material like a gently meandering stream around the edges of that little piece of cloth, adding just the right amount of glitter to a very inconspicuous little toy. When her grandmother had given her the doll, she had told her to remember that whenever she felt a little sad or lonely, to keep in mind that the doll was given by someone who loved her very much. And she challenged the little girl to never forget the golden thread that ran through the apron. That thread was to represent hope. And just as this thread ran its simple course through the cloth, hope would always be there running through the fabric of her life. A rather weighty concept for such a little girl that she had never forgotten her grandmother's words. And to help seal this in the little girl's heart, her grandmother had taught her this song. Did you know that someone loves you? Loves you lavishly Loves you more than the whole wide world That someone is me When you fall, I'll pick up the pieces When you hurt, I'll bind up your wound When you're alone or afraid, I'll be right where you are Yet here she was, so many years later, that song having faded and been tucked away somewhere in the far recesses of her memory, alone, abandoned, afraid, just worn out and weary from simply trying to survive, hopeless, packed somewhere in that one frayed bag holding all her worldly belongings was the doll she had come to call Hope. Her life in no way could be categorized as hopeful. Through this series of events she called her life, hope was the last thing that ever came to mind. Having had her hope crushed so many times by so many people in so many ways had led her to the place where pain gives way to the only reality she had come to know. Her mind could take no more. So she had become more of a walking dead person than a living human being. She had grown so bitter at the words of her own grandmother that hope would be running through the fabric of her life. At times she had wanted to crush the little doll or burn it or just get it away from her consciousness. But for some reason, she had never been able to let go. By now the doll's little dress had become quite frayed and the golden thread had faded to dull brown and along with the faded song, the doll had come to represent some other reality, some other world, for some other little girl. Long ago, whenever hope was still alive in her heart, she had become so accustomed to rejection and abandonment that she had actually changed the words to her grandmother's song. So whenever the memory of that song had been stirred, she could comfort herself with words that reflected what she had come to accept as normal. 
side of a bridge on this rainy stretch of road. She threw her bag to the ground and just sat there. Nowhere to go. No one to talk to. And as far as she knew, there was no one who even knew or cared that she existed. If only she could start a fire, maybe the glow of the flame would lift her spirit and at least warm her body. Groping through her bag for the lighter, Her hand brushed what she knew was that little doll, Hope. Sad to say, but a little tinge of life and emotion had electrified her heart in that one brief touch. Even sadder to think that an inanimate object had become her best friend. Finding enough dry wood and kindling nestled beneath the dry underbelly of that old bridge, she was able to start a small fire. And she had been right. It made her feel a little better warm, somehow not so forgotten. She picked up the doll and began to retrace the memories invoked by every frayed edge. Around each arm and leg were threads of other memories that she had collected through the years. When her father had beaten her for interrupting his TV time and had locked her away in the closet for those three days, she had unraveled a thread of the carpet on that closet floor and had decorated hope with it just to pass the time, just to keep her sanity. Then there was the thread that represented the many verbal assaults and insults she had suffered due to the hand of her mother, who seemed to be so jealous of her own daughter. She had never quite understood the reasons her mother had felt the need to put her down, especially in front of her dad. Spending so much time in that closet, Hope had come to have quite an array of threads, myriad colors, wrapped around her plastic arms. Each thread represented a definite memory, having been pulled from her surroundings during those times of sorrow and suffering. Sitting there beneath the bridge, rain falling, fire glowing, literally alone, she had come to reject all things material. Her parents had always gone out of their way to have the finest things, biggest homes, designer clothes, and whatever else seemed to make them feel as if they were the kings of the neighborhood. And even as a girl, she had felt this was surely not the way a normal family should live. But that had come to be her normal, pretty and polite and well-received in public, but hiding a world of pain, sorrow, and suffering none of her friends would have even believed. Then she came to the two simple white strands of thread wrapped snugly around the waist of the little doll. She had tried to forget this one for so many reasons. The first thread, that first one represented the night when she was 12 years old and had given birth to that precious little girl. She had not even gotten to hold the baby, but somehow had managed to pull at the white cotton edges of that blanket as the infant was pulled away from her trembling arms. The plain white thread 
reminded her of the helplessness she had felt when that man had come into her room so many times. Her own relative. She had told her mother, but her mother had told her to watch her tongue. The second thread represented the little boy that had been taken from her when she was 14. Again, she had managed to grasp one little thread away. This strand reminded her of how odd she had felt when her own family pretended nothing had happened, yet at the same time seemed to silently blame her for the predicament she had placed them all in, as if she had somehow had a choice in the matter. Even when she had tried to go to the authorities in her small town, she was told to stop talking such nonsense. Even though the threads of her life had been wrapped around a little doll named Hope, hope was not even remotely possible. Is anybody out there? Can anybody see? Not who I am on the outside Is really not me When I fall who will pick up the pieces When I hurt who will bind up my wound When I'm alone or afraid will anybody be there I'd like to know Having her heart warmed she was able to rest Even these perverse memories gave her at least something to cling to. As she thought about her life, her eyes grew tired and she soon drifted off to sleep. Dreams had never been sweet in her life, but tonight the torment of the countless nightmares she had grown accustomed to were simply not there. Soon she found herself spinning round and round in her spin-around dress, dancing for her grandmother again, so free, And so full of joy, she danced and danced for seemingly hours as her grandmother sang that old lullaby. Did you know that someone loves you, loves you lavishly, loves you more than the whole wide world? That someone is me, and when you fall I will pick up the pieces. When you hurt, I will bind up your wound. When you're alone or afraid, I'll be right where you are. And I love you. As the song faded, her dream continued. But her grandmother had been replaced by a man who seemed to be a shepherd. The strange figure was surrounded by sheep that were contentedly grazing around the meadow. But he kept beckoning to the girl to follow him, so she did. And as they went from green lush pastures and deep flowing streams to wonderful mountain vistas, her heart seemed to leap from her chest at the sheer freedom and acceptance she felt in the shepherd's presence all along the way. But soon he began to lead her down through the darkest of valleys, full of sinister glowing eyes peering out from the crevices in every gully they passed through. And instead of the serenity of the calm of the meadows, the darkness was constantly pierced with shrieks and groans of fear and pain. She found herself being pulled to the shepherd's side. She could still feel her surroundings, but she somehow felt safe at the same time. The journey soon took them to a place of terrible and unmentionable horror. 
It was obvious that everyone around her was there to torment her and to take her life. But the shepherd would never allow the enemy to touch her. To her amazement, the shepherd led her to the most extravagant feast she had ever seen. Right there in the midst of her enemies, the shepherd had prepared an elaborate smorgasbord. Taking a seat, they dined for what seemed like an eternity. And after taking their fill, the shepherd picked up the little girl and carried her to a secluded forest glen where the shrieking had been replaced by absolute quiet. And the darkness of the stormy night had given way to the brightness of a full moon. Though she remembered all those nights when the other men of her childhood would carry her away in fear, she felt none of that in this moment. Lying in peace on his shoulder, she was soothed to sleep, even in her dream, by the shepherd's simple song. When everything you are just seems to fall apart And you're alone in the dark Sorrow like endless rain no longer hides your pain And now you've drifted too far Come down from the ledge of your own broken heart Run here to my open arms Where you can fall apart I'll be your light in dark I'll be right where you are I'll hold you close through the pain I'll calm the raging tide I'll be right by your side I'll shelter you from the rain Put your head on my shoulder Put your head on my shoulder Raging 
on my As the song ended, the girl began to open her eyes. The shepherd had taken her back to the bridge where the dream had first begun. She was so full of questions, but she somehow sensed that her dream would end soon. Who are you? she said to the shepherd. My name is Jesus, and I've been watching over you for such a long time now. But why did you allow all these terrible things to ruin my life? I allowed them, yes. But your life is far from ruined. Like your little doll, Hope, I've been with you every step of the way. And like the golden thread that runs through her apron, I've been constantly there through every one of your sorrows, calling you to myself. You just didn't know how to hear me very well. And if you never knew the dryness of the desert, would you ever know the sweetness of the rain when it falls? And if you never knew the sorrow and pain of life, would you be able to experience the comfort and healing that I now offer you? Like those extra threads you've added to hope through the course of your journey, your life may seem frayed and frazzled and beyond hope right now. But here's what I would like to do, if you'll let me. And the shepherd took the doll from the girl and began to unravel all the threads that had come to represent all the pain and sorrow and suffering. And right there on that spot, he began to somehow magically weave the most beautiful tapestry the girl had ever seen. What had just a few moments before been a shambled mess of brittle, time-worn thread had now been transformed into the most exquisite piece of cloth the little girl had ever seen. As the shepherd handed the beautiful tapestry to the girl, he left her with these words. Just as your life may seem a series of broken promises and shattered dreams and wounds beyond belief, I can take the threads of even your most shameful moments and weave them into something beautiful. I can make your life a tapestry of grace, a tapestry that defies even logic because all who see it will know what it was made from, but they will see the depth of beauty due to the touch of the master weaver. Your life can be that transformed, but only if you let me have those threads. Give me every thread of hurt, every thread of disappointment, every thread of broken promise, every thread of bitter failure, and I'll weave something beautiful from your life. For so long you have felt you were hanging by a thread, and you were right. Now let me make something beautiful of that thread. Follow me. And he was gone. She startled from her dream and clumsily searched for hope. Finding the little doll, she looked to see if all the threads from her dream had been transformed into the tapestry she had watched unfold as she slept. But they had not been. They were still there, still glaring reminders of her tattered and torn life. But something was different now. The little golden thread that had become so faded with time and wear now seemed to have a little glimmer of shine to it, as if someone had purposely buffed away some of the grime, a glimmer of hope. That is what she now felt. She slept the rest of that night there under the bridge, dreaming of the tapestry the shepherd would soon make of her life. And he did. Through the years, she never forgot the many twists and turns of her life. 
She simply learned to see them from a different perspective. The perspective of a shepherd who met her and a little doll under a bridge in a dream. And now the little girl had grown up, but had learned to find the melody of the shepherd. And every once in a while, you could hear her singing in the meadow, spinning around in her big girl spin-around dress, holding a little doll close to her heart all the while. Hope had been restored.
In closing, I'd like to share one more note from the many I've received through the years regarding a thread of hope. They write this, Dennis, in a world that is straying deeper into darkness every day, hope is a rare find for most lives. You address the plight of this darkened path with this book, A Thread of Hope. Through the story of child sexual abuse and incest, You've taken a horrific atrocity and illuminated this step-by-step journey of healing and restoration that can only be completed by Jesus Christ. As a Christian counselor, clinical child therapist, and child family advocate, I consider a thread of hope a valuable resource in clinically and spiritually helping any individual work through a variety of trauma experiences and broken life circumstances. Your approach is gentle enough for use with a child, yet communicates hope to trauma survivors of all ages. Without hesitation, I I recommend this book to anyone seeking the hope of peace and healing from such life experiences. I specifically endorse this useful resource for professionals working with children and adults alike who have lived through and are coping with such tragedies. I look forward to adding a thread of hope to my own practice library. Thank you for writing such a needed message of hope with sensitivity and gentleness and according to God's truth. I don't know about you, but that that says it all right there. I know this has been a long podcast, but I appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you find these free podcasts helpful, Would you consider helping with the ongoing costs of and creation of this podcast? Would you consider becoming a member of my team? If so, just go to patreon.com slash Dennis Jernigan to find out more. To get a copy of the book, A Thread of Hope, just go to amazon.com and type the title of the book along with my name into the search bar or simply go to the store at dennisjernigan.com. Thank you so much for joining me here on this very special edition of the Dennis Jernigan Podcast. If you'd like more information on me or my story or my music, you can go to DennisJernigan.com. You can follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram. You can find me on iTunes. And if you would like an MP3 of today's story song, A Thread of Hope, just go to the store at DennisJernigan.com. And this goes without saying. Remember this, God loves you, and so do I. Now go and be who Father says you are. Loves you more than the whole wide world 
someone is me When you fall, I'll pick up the pieces When you hurt, I'll bind up your wound When you're alone or afraid, I'll be right where you are And I love you Thread of hope running through From my very heart to you Woven through the very fabric of your soul Thread of hope, none more rare Always loving, always there Woven through your very fabric making Like a girl who dropped her dolly Covering her with dirt Holds her close while she cleans her off And comforts her hurt When you fall, I'll pick up the pieces When you're hurt, I'll bind up your wound When you're alone or afraid, I'll be right where you are And I love you Thread of hope running through From my very heart to you Woven through the very fabric of your soul Thread of hope none more rare Always loving, always there Woven through your very fabric making Woven through your very fabric making